You're listening to the Kirk and Baker Show. I'm David Baker. And I am Rogers Kirk. And you got a big smile on your face today. You're so happy. We're back together. I know that uh, we had a week off and that because of the holiday, and then before that I had Mike Cole up here. Yeah. I told Mike, I said, you could be a guest host sometime. I think he'd be a good oh, Mike? Oh, sub yeah. for one of us. Yeah, yeah. He is. He's, he's just always got something good to say. Um, talking about uh, the YAP program. Uh, they don't call it that necessarily. It's, but It's YAP. Yeah, but that's the nickname. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. a gap? Yeah, not a gap. Yeah. It's a yap. Yap. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, advocacy program. Right, youth advocacy program. We yeah. want to thank Mike for being up here and explaining all about that. He's the executive director here in the Quad Cities. Today, we've got something pretty serious to talk about, and it's an issue that's not new. It's been on our plates for a long time, and it's something that society puts off and doesn't really want to talk about or address because it's easier just to let it go until we have another mass shooting that happens. It seems well, like, like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> well, it seems every like week, every yeah. weekend, yeah. either at a house of worship or at a public uh, shopping facility, like yeah. a like a mall. Like a mall in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> I'm or, or at a park or at a school. The place that's the most, you would think that would be the safest place to put your kids. And then we've got uh, this issue called gun violence. That's what we're talking about today. It comes in many forms. And, Absolutely. Uh, guns have been a part of the the culture of the Western world since the Western world was, and there were guns. And, and that's why we call it the wild, wild west. Huh? The wild, wild west. So you, so Pastor Kirk and I are old enough to remember the old Westerns and the shoot 'em ups and oh, yeah. and uh, vaguely, vaguely. You vaguely remember vaguely. Marshall Dillon from uh, vaguely, Gunsmoke vaguely. And, vaguely. and him. Remember the open of that show though. Dun, 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 and he's he's going to do a shootout with uh, with somebody. <laughs> you know, there's all this adventure that goes with it on the lore side of mm-hmm. oh guns, but then you look at the real the real human loss that occurs and that has occurred. And gun violence hits people in different ways. And um, my own family experienced gun violence. Uh, when I was, uh, I learned about this when I was a child. My uncle was killed in Quincy, Illinois, mm. and it was a case of a store owner having a loaded revolver in a drawer in a department store. Now imagine this, and another child was in there and reached in the drawer for some reason, grabbed the gun, thought it was a toy, aimed it at my uncle, and killed him. Wow. Shot him in the heart directly. Imagine that. And this was, uh, I believe he was 11 or 12 years old when this happened. But it was one of these things where you, you think, well, that's a freak accident. But yeah, there's a loaded gun. You know, that gun, the gun didn't do any harm. Someone else right. did the harm. And the, and child, the child who did it didn't mean anything by it, but it was a, it was a game, a toy, right? And that's why so many times that, that argument is not the guns, it's the people. But you know what? Uh, what we've been seeing, Dave, is a lot of violence, uh, guns. And, uh, and what I've been hearing on the news is that we have more guns in America than any other nation on planet Earth. 
more. We are, and we have more gun violence, more people dying from guns than any country in, 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 in the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we don't look like we turn a, a blind eye, a deaf ear t- to all that's going on. And, 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 and Dave, I just need to tell you that I, I was appalled at just what we just passed called this gun bill, you know. D- didn't really, to me, stop what the problem is. And, and I hate to go there, but it's, it's that, you know, everyone is talking about it's assault weapons. What what do you need assault weapon right. to go hunting? Do you kill, automatic, kill a Bambi with a... Automatic weapons. Yeah. And, uh, and to allow an automatic weapon for hunting is certainly uh, unfair to the animals. It's unfair. Uh, it's not sporting. It's not sporting, you know. Not sporting. And they don't use them for that. Let's be honest. Uh, it's not use that. It's, it's to do what it does, take lives. Right. And, and when you look at all of the, the mass killings that's happened, you know, this year, last, you know, just look at them all. And all you, what you will see the common thread is the automatic assault weapon. Yeah. Uh, and so, but you do everything else but say, here's the problem, let's do something about it. As I was sharing earlier, you know, is that years ago when they had passed that assault ban, uh, those killings went down 70%. It don't take a rocket scientist to say, oh, we moved this. It's, uh, it helps. Mm-hmm. So you would never eliminate killing because they're but, – but what you can't – Yeah, there's do, always going to be the freak incidents that yeah. happen, those, those random – or incidents of anger. Yeah. Husband is mad at wife. Wife yeah. is mad at husband or, or something like that. But they don't usually take an AR-15 or well, assault no, weapon no. and shoot. Bah, bah, bah. You know, no, they don't do that. Right. They get a right. gun, a hammer or something. But but when you look at what's, you know, these mass killings, you know, even the one that we had at the mall in Indiana, you know, it's 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 all of these kind of things that taking all these lives in, in America. And we we put our heads under the cover and, and act like it don't exist. Well, and I think the, the mental health issue plays into some of this for the individuals who go there and they're, they're enabled to get these because it's so easy to get an assault weapon. It's apparently very simple to get one. We've always and, had mental illness. Right. We've always right. had it. Right. We always had it. But, but now, as you just said, they're so easy to get the AR-15, those assault weapons, and then go yeah. kill them. The stronger background checks, you know, uh, all of these things that it takes, you know, and to eliminate the assault weapon because— Yeah, those aren't needed. No. Those aren't needed. And and I know that there's there's gun manufacturers out there that make weapons for, for hunting purposes. Uh, there's target practice people that do skeet shooting and things like that, and— and that's legitimate. There are people who that's a, that's their sport. That's what they enjoy doing. And I'm I'm not trying to take away from them, but in the realm of hunting, you don't take out an an AR-15 automatic assault weapon. Mm-hmm. And of course, it becomes a, a partisan issue. It seems like it just seems like typically, even though one of our Republican presidents was shot. By an automatic twenty-two, mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan right. as a Republican, it just seems like the Republican Party in the United States of America 
typically sides with the NRA and typically sides on the side of allowing automatic assault weapons based on the Constitution and the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. Absolutely. But That's, they, they go back to that. That's the lowest common denominator. That's where it ends up. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of crazy, Dave, you know, that, as you say, the President Reagan, but, you know, then we had shot, the, yeah. We, yeah, we had the assault ban, and then now drop down, and now you see all these killings with these assault weapons and these politicians you alluded to a moment ago of that who's taking this these this money from the NRA and mm-hmm. and so when it comes time to vote no we ain't gonna vote against uh, the the NRA what they want we gonna do we gonna give them what they want they want us to have assault weapon we gonna we gonna vote whatever they say and yeah. people's lives are being lost when you look at the 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 polling that you're looking at over seventy percent and more. Of, of Americans saying that they need to to ban these weapons and they need to have stricter gun laws, and yet when they go, uh, our, our senators and 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 others, uh, they will not vote according to what the people want. They they're sent by the people to represent the people, mm-hmm. and they go and do it because now I'm gonna get some money for my uh, for my reelection campaign. It's always about reelection campaign and getting the money. Right. And two, as I always say, two things that matter is in politics is is constituency yeah. and money. And so when you got the money, you forget or darn uh, uh, the constituency. Right. Well, and the Going back to the Reagan assassination attempt, Jim Brady was left very much uh, handicapped yep. as a result of that. Very A very sharp press secretary, well-loved by the press, really sharp guy, really knew what he was doing, and, and he lost his career and was pretty much uh, handicapped for the rest of his life. But he fought against... After you know, he, it took some. It took something like that to happen. But I know he fought against the the gun advocates. And that's he what was they had, on the other they side. They had that Brady Bill. The Brady Bill. That's it. That's which was that's it. where it come from. Yeah, and the Jim Brady. Brady uh, so the Second Amendment. It talks about the right to bear arms for our militia, which you know you got to go back in time. So this is let's go in a time machine. So Kirk and Baker are with you right now. You're listening to the Kirk and Baker Show. We're in the time machine. Let's go back. Woo, okay, we're back. It's 17, let's let's pick a year, about 1750. Ooh, boy. We don't have air conditioning yet or anything <laughs> out here. But in 1750, what kind of challenges did our forefathers, our founding fathers, that looked at, we're going to try to create some of these colonies into one unified republic, Okay, but what what are some of the challenges we've got? We've got European monarchies mm-hmm. that want to invade our land and take our things and and do things their way and get our money mm-hmm. for their taxes. So we've got England doing this. We've got Germany doing some of this. We've got Spain, Spain. and Portugal doing this. France was very much a big player back then with the the French Empire. So you look at all of these European monarchies. We had to defend ourselves. Our militia needed arms. So we couldn't have a disarmed people to defend against that. We also stirred up a lot of trouble. 
when we arrived here in this country because there were indigenous peoples living here and we got them pretty angry and and maybe rightly so that the Seminoles and many of these tribes they that, that were living here right. were very very upset so weapons were needed to defend civilians women and children and and harmless folks from from attack that we brought on ourselves. We, we kind of brought the attack on, but then we were seen as defending ourselves as we move further west, this manifest destiny. But so you've got those two threats. You've got the monarchies, you've got the indigenous peoples. Uh, we've also got uh, the threat of wild animals that we don't seem to have anymore we don't have mountain lions do you have any mountain lions in your neighborhood anymore? Mm, no anymore i haven't seen one lately it seems that maybe they pounce pounce on the kirk house once in a while. no we don't we don't have those threats so those are the three threats i see the 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 big one is armies coming in to try to take over these defenseless colonists and then you've got the the natural threats of the indigenous peoples you're you're in their territory you had to defend yourself and you know and that's for a whole other show yeah the morality yeah. the morality of that and, and but but the truth is the people had to defend themselves then you had those natural threats and that's it that's what you needed the weapons for there was no other need to have them so you had your second amendment to defend this republic well, fast forward. Now let's get back in our time machine. Whoop, we're back up here. <sighs> oh, how was that trip? That was pretty Man. good. We, did we need, do we need that Second Amendment to be the same exact language? Does it reflect our current culture? Do we have invaders coming from the north, from the south? Is Mexico coming up here in big numbers? And are we going to have an armed militia? Do we have a group of farmers, let's say in Missouri and Iowa, they get together and they've got their assault weapons and they're ready to fight to defend our country? We have an army for that, right? Or National Guard? We have we have in place someone to defend. Trained. Yeah. Trained defend people. Us. Yeah. But, but what has been said uh, even recently, our biggest threat is not from without, mm-hmm. outside of our borders of our country, our biggest threat is from within. Inside, Again, yeah. it is those uh, militias, those segregationists, uh, oh, yeah. those uh, uh, individuals who want, want, want things how it, it used to be. Or survivalists. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, they, and they've got a whole other yeah, a whole, theory. Yeah, on, a whole other gender, you know. It's, talking about these are people who believe that Life can go on after some kind of calamity, mm. and the way that the way that our world is set up in our society, our business, the way that things are set up in this republic, things—if it was a major event, a calamity, electromagnetic pulse from a nuclear weapon set off way up above our country, or some kind of uh, natural catastrophe from a from some kind of a media or something mm-hmm. like that. It's difficult to get back on your feet. These militia people believe that they got it because they got weapons and and they've got foodstuffs and they've got the ability to 
continue on in whatever kind of society. However, how long does that sustain? And and what are you doing with those guns? Who are you shooting? But Who, who's your enemy? But but you saying that. But the reality is that when we start seeing these militias and who that they're against, you you see, as I said, they're racist in the sense that, you know, either this one is against Jews, these against blacks, these are against Hispanic, you know, all of these. Well, that's a whole other thing, yeah, yeah so there's they, a lot so, of that. So, they, but, but we saw it in action. I mean, we didn't have to, you know, it's not like we had to go back in time right. as we have already did, and I'm glad we made it back yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but what we see now is uh, very recently, uh, in the uh, the election that that January six, we we saw uh, militias, we saw proud boys, we saw uh, the three percenters, we we saw those individuals yeah. come together with weapons, and they we saw them not not trying to uh, go against friends. France or yeah. uh, Germany, not not it going was against us uh, versus our own country. Yeah, uh, going against uh, Native Americans. How embarrassing! We went too? against ourselves in order that we could put together our own tyranny. You know, uh, we right. so that one man, or one person, uh, could be uh, be president, be over everything, and they went to war for that. That's that's basically when you looked at the pictures that I saw those just yesterday again. Yeah. It, it was. Oh, they it, paid. They paid the price. There's a lot of people oh, yeah. in jail over that. Well, yeah. I don't think they paid Man. the price. They paid right. a uh, price. They got. Right. It, it's it's a difference between getting a slap on the hand, right, and, and actually uh, being uh, given time in prison uh, for what they have done. They they could. Yeah. You know what they? If they had overthrown our government, mm. where would you and I be right now? Don't know. Well, I mean, just think about it. Yeah, that was. A, what would we be? I mean, this a very I, troubling day. Absolutely. And people yeah. have really, people have not really embraced. If they had, when I heard that the Secret Service wanted to take Pence and take him somewhere else, and they said, "Well, you could take him to any any place," you know, because if he wasn't there, they would have went on. And and uh, and and said that now this election was a force and and uh, we were in a bad shape. So we we was confronted with that at January sixteenth. It we was face to face. Yes, we were with our democracy being overthrown. And they were just a mere feet from Mike Pence. Yeah. He there were uh, some really sharp security guards that knew kind of secret passages. And uh, hallways to get them through there. It's kind of a maze. You've been in the Capitol yeah, before. Yeah, it is. And I'm, it's kind I of a maze. down to one town, yeah. And, and, and then if you don't know which way you're going and you've not been there, you could certainly get lost. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. But, um, well, and it's, so I think that you're right. We have the threat from within. The, the threat from without is, is probably not the, the issue. But they're using the Constitution. And to make a constitutional amendment and make a change, you got to, you got to have a convention, a constitutional convention, or you got to have legislation that goes forward that proposes such a change. And you got to have what, two thirds? That's it, two thirds. Two thirds majority. And um, it's got to happen. Something's got to change. We are at a, we're at a place in our society where children can't go to school, not safely. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm concerned. I don't like going to movie theaters anymore. I don't know about you. I don't attend a ton of movies, and I, 
because I just don't like a lot of the current movies. I'll go see the superhero things, I think, once in a while. That's the ones I'll well, go see. We but. used to go to uh, – uh, date night was every uh, every weekend, every Friday. Uh, uh, and uh, we would we would go to movies. So I was a movie buff one way or the other. So. Okay. Uh, but now, I, I, you know, I – I don't like being in that theater. I see somebody come in and the ushers – that work in the movie theaters, I know they have a job to do. And there's probably somebody out there, they're going to start nodding their head. What really annoys me in the middle of a movie, you're watching the movie and in walks somebody with that flashlight to go check the thermometer. They always check the thermostat in the middle of the movie. Just leave. Do that before the movie. Do it after the movie. If you got to check something in there, just poke your head in. You don't need to walk around. But I see that traffic in there. It makes me nervous. You know, ever since that what the the Batman shooting out in Colorado, it was a bat, it was a superhero movie. It's Batman for heaven's sakes, you know. And I I think that it didn't matter what was on the screen that the person wanted to come in there. They had an agenda, and we've got people that are using this this ability, this ease of getting assault weapons. They're using that as an excuse to act out, mm-hmm. and I know they want publicity. They want their name said. The guy who shot John Lennon wanted his name said. And I don't think that a lot of people have even said that. They've never given him the pleasure. The guy who shot Ronald Reagan, who's, uh, you know, he wanted to, he wanted to, uh, was it, he wanted to please Jodie Foster, the actress yeah. Jodie Foster. Yeah. He wanted to get her attention so she would fall in love with him. Yeah, many of them have those manifestos that they write that right. can outline why they're doing what they're doing. But what we, but what we'll see now is because of the the ready availability of these weapons, they're getting them, and if they have that thought, they they, they act on that thought. Right. With those AR, uh, those assault weapons. They, well, you're right, and they, pe- mental illness has been here. Yeah, it's been here. So you know, uh, uh, and and they do things, but they're saying that oh, I'm mentally ill. If they got a gun. You have a handgun. You may shoot one or two people, but you captured, taken down. But you got an AR uh, assault weapon. AR, I want to say I always say AR-15, but there are yeah. many other uh, assault weapons. And you you're killing with one pull of the trigger. You know, fifteen or twenty people in one time, and you know before you even uh, uh, reload. You know, but so those things are, are what we need to take off the table. Uh, and whether you're mentally ill or you just mad. Or you just hate folks, you you won't get that, you know. Sure, there's because that. Even and the one in Indiana, you know that yeah. the it, the it, the individual who did the shooting was not killed by a police officer; it was killed by a pedestrian mm-hmm. who happened to have his gun. And he had a gun. He had yeah. a gun, not AR-15, not you know. So you could still do, you know. We have to uh, conceal carry. You can have your gun. And you can protect yourself, protect your family, and protect others. You don't need an AR-15. Right. I think we're talking about the assault weapons. Assault weapons. And, and we're not against hunters. Not at uh, all. We're not against uh, target practice people. There are people who are marksmen. And that's their that's their interest. Yeah. Or skeet shooting. Yeah. There's even clubs. There's college sports that are involved with that. And uh that that's not what we're speaking about today. And, not at all. And AR. we're not talking about going into people's homes and getting guns back. However, the gun buyback programs, as as maybe a small of a dent that that is in a community, it does help. 
Mm-hmm. It takes guns off the streets. Right. And that, that helped for some of our larger cities. For the larger cities, yeah, right. Yeah, it, it really needed to get so many, have so many guns uh, on the street. It's, uh, it's unreal. Uh, someone told me uh, recently, he said, I, I, I know how to get you a gun. I can get you a gun if you want one. You know, just just that either, just in a conversation, mm-hmm. I can get you a gun. Yeah. You know? Uh, uh, and that's what we're dealing with. Right, right. Well, I think that the best thing to do is look at your candidates when you're voting. Oh, and dang. and those are the but but see how they stand. Yeah. On the issues, I mean, we're not talking. It's not a Republican or Democratic issue. It's about bullets at this yeah. point. And uh, if it's a Republican who says, "I believe in having the Second Amendment stay pretty much the same way it is," but we got to get assault rifles out of here. And if they say that, maybe then they're the candidate, yeah, you know, for you. I, I don't think it's an exact Democrat-Republican issue because we got to get this fixed. Yeah, we have to. Too many people are dying, you know. Uh, and you, you did say it, it is looking at a candidate and those issues that 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 you you support or you against. You see if that, that candidate you support, whether it's a— uh, uh, Roe versus Wade, that that argument, or whether it's uh, uh, the gun issue, Second Amendment. But you look at your candidate. If they if they support uh, 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 gun uh, uh, issues such as the buyback program, uh, such as uh, uh, removing the AR-15 assault weapon, uh, it's called ban, assault weapon ban. Mm-hmm. That may be your issue. And if that candidate. Uh, agrees with you on having a assault ban, that's the one you may need to vote for. That one, right. you know, whether it's, it's uh, again, if it's uh, that that whole thing of abortion issue, if that's your issue, then you need to look at the candidate and whether that you support that or not. A f- freedom of a woman to choose. Is that my issue? Yeah. But we need to start looking at those candidates, as you was well said, Dave. We need to look at those candidates right. and see what they really stand for. You've been in office for fifty years. <laughs> what have you done? What what what's your voting record? Right. You know, I, you know. Well, the the tone sure changes when the shoe is on the other foot. Because if one of the candidates was in a situation like like a January sixth, and what if they would have had assault weapons, yeah. been using them, and been actively using them? Using yeah. Which could have happened. It could have escalated they, they, to that level. They had they the had weapons. weapons. They had the weapons there, right? right. And and that would have been quite a different story in a, a session of Congress if someone would have had a weapon. But when you send your little children to school, I think of my little kids, first grade. Think of those ter- that terrible situation, Sandy Hook. Mm. I mean, that person was a disturbed person, and to come to that school and to do that is one thing, and that's a tragedy, and there's a, another kind of evil going on when something like that happens. But when you've got the ability to shoot that many people that quickly, mm-hmm. there's yeah. no time to diffuse a mental situation like that. When somebody's coming in and they've got it made up that they're going to do this, that's what they're going to do. So that stuff shouldn't be available to people. It's just like we can't get – how easy can you get dynamite? Mm-hmm. Is dynamite yeah. something we or nitroglycerin? Yeah. Can I just go into High V and say I'd like uh, a gallon of nitroglycerin, please? I know it can blow things up. I get it. I could probably blow up a, a building, but but I'm going to get some of that. 
yeah, how much is your nitroglycerin today? You got how many fuel saver points do I get with that? You know, so <laughs> you can't get that. You can't get that. You can't. There's certain kinds of fireworks. I know that we've just had Fourth of July and all that with fireworks, but there's certain kinds of fireworks. The M80 firecracker, the big firecrackers, no, not available any longer. That's strange. People have been hurt. They, they, have, ba- they, they have banned certain they ban that, fireworks yeah. for four for Dynamite, July. yeah. You know, but they here's something that literally – and you went back to Sandy Hook, but we just just go back just a few uh, – Days ago. ago yeah, yeah, with that yeah. uh, is killing, you know. Oh, that was terrible. Come on, you know. It, it, and, and you know what the people are doing? I'm sorry to cut you off, but <laughs> they're attacking the police department there. Okay, and that's for another time and another discussion. That's been the center of the discussion, that the police department failed in stopping this as it happened. But it wouldn't have happened to begin with if the person didn't have an assault weapon available. They're attacking the police department. You're attacking the symptom of this, but but you're not attacking the problem. You're attacking the outcome, but not the problem. And yeah, I... That's not for the Kirk and Baker show to decide how the police department reacted in this little town in mm-hmm. Texas for this this unthinkable situation. Yeah. Don't take your eye off the prize. Well, that's what they see. But people, yeah. they're, they're trying to get you off the prize. That's what they do. Let's look at. They're good at that. Let's look at the officers. Let's look at what he washed his hand. That man in that room killed all those kids right. uh, and adults. He had an automatic weapon. Right. What if he didn't have the automatic weapon? It could have been any police department. Yeah. I don't know how they acted. I don't. I, I wasn't there to manage how they decided which room to go into or not to go into. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy for someone to sit back in their armchair sipping on a lemonade in July and t- say, well, this is the... This is what should have happened. They should have done this, and that would have solved it all. It would have fixed it. It's like, well, but it wouldn't have happened to begin with if the guy wasn't walking in there loaded for bear. Yeah. And more, because it's more than bear, right? Yeah, yeah. So look at your candidates. Please. We always try to leave you with a takeaway. So you got, we have an election this fall. Look at who who they are and what they stand, what they stand for on on this assault weapon ban. And you're going to see legislation coming. I don't know how far it's going to get. Yeah, but it's up to the voters. And and I often say this, Dave. I said, you have no right to complain about anything if you don't vote. Right. And no sense you talk about I'm going to march and picket this. If you don't vote, your marching and your picketing yeah. don't mean nothing. That's all right. Picketing is it's fine. There are times to march and there are times to picket yeah. and there are times to let but people know. But you got know. to vote. But you got to vote. Because it doesn't change unless somebody who's in position makes the change. Right. You can and they say, "Oh, the people don't like this. So let's let's get together. Let's change it." Well, you can march people, but if I don't have nobody in there who will say something, they say, "Oh, and they know people Oh, that's for now. They they let them march. They'll be all right. Then they soon forget. Well, know? and that's what we've been going through. Yeah. We've, been, we've been having this, and then we forget. We forget. Right. Oh, well, they ain't going to do nothing, so I ain't going to yeah. sit down. So and- our, our marching orders for you, well, that's a pretty good pun, isn't it? The is march, it? We're talking about marching orders. Your, your orders, audience, is to become familiar with your candidates yeah. and know what these policies are that they're standing for on assault weapons. 
It don't matter what party they are. If they, it doesn't they, matter what party. Yeah, yeah. We're not endorsing any candidate Nobody right now. at all. We just don't want to see innocent people killed. There's been far too much of that going on. It's, it's, there, there's never a time when it's okay. You know, David. But this is just a regular thing. I'm, 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 I'm going to close with this. But okay. It's, it's that, it's no secret that I'm a pastor of a church, been pastoring the Third Baptist Church in Davenport, Iowa for uh, the last 27, 8, 9 years. Yeah. I can't remember now. Almost 30. Yeah, almost 30. Okay. But now I'm having to have a meeting with our security team of our church about how much firepower is needed if an intruder comes in. Yep. You know, not about doctrine, not not about teaching, you know, not, not about... Not about uh, you opening up the Bible to the gospel and finding a couple of inspirational uh, passages yeah. uh, to share and to base your sermon on for next week. You got to take your time out and worry about yeah. defense. Yeah, we are we equipped if someone... And, and look, we've had people, because we're right in the inner city of Davenport, and so we've had people just walking off the street saying, doing some anything, so we had to be prepared. But now it's, uh, you know, they, they've uh, stepped up the game. So you have to know that if they come in now, they may not be coming in with just words. They may come be coming in uh, as they did the Jewish temple, coming in and shooting. As they did that church in Buffalo, yeah. New York. Yeah. They come in shooting, you know. Right. And so, And my job as a pastor, my job is to lead them in the ways of Christ, but my job is also to protect them uh, as, as a shepherd would a sheep to protect them. So those are conversations that churches are having right. now. All right. That's conversations we shouldn't have to have. Shouldn't have but, to have. But you're having them. And so uh, become familiar with your candidates. Absolutely. Uh, background on, uh, on assault weapons. You know where Kirk and Baker stand. I want to say that the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Kirk and Baker and not necessarily those of KALA or St. Ambrose University in Davenport, Iowa. We have to give the disclaimer. Okay. We would hope that KALA and St. Ambrose University would not support assault weapons yeah. being deployed wow. on the innocent. Right. That would be a hope that That's I would a hope. have. That's yeah, a hope. that would be a hope. And I would, I would believe that they wouldn't, but I wouldn't know because, again, those are our opinions and not necessarily strictly, those. Strictly our opinion. Right, strictly our opinions. And So this is the Kirk and Baker Show. Why don't you email us if you've got a question or a comment you want to bring a guest on. We're going to be bringing Michael Guster on in the coming weeks uh, from the Davenport Metrocom NAACP to talk about things happening there. Yeah, and he's also the president of, of uh, MLK. Yeah, uh, and they, friends, and, friends of MLK. Yeah, friends of MLK, and they, they're in a, uh, a remodeling uh, program. It's pretty amazing down there. They're yeah. going to have a park. Yeah. It's going to be a destination. So when people take a vacation and they're traveling and maybe they're coming from Lansing, Michigan, and they decide we're going to head on down to the MLK Interpretive Center to go check it out and Hopefully there will be some interesting MLK Quad City ties that we yeah. talk about and some of the civil rights things that, you know, Davenport uh, had some historical civil rights things happen right here, mm -hmm. you know, right here in this River City, uh, 
uh, Charles Tony wanted to go get ice cream with his wife one night, and they were told, you get out of here based on your color. Well, that's and, a, that's uh, a, and that's for another show. Another, another but, show. <laughs> but but that did happen. So that yeah. but anyway, yeah, the Friends of MLK uh, Interpretive Center will be a destination where where stories like that are going to be shared and talked about and and how did it turn out and and uh how's the community today? That kind of thing. But, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Kirk and Baker show, email us. Do it to Radio Davy. That's R A D I O D A V E Y at gmail.com that's r-a-d-i-o-d-a-v-e-y at gmail.com and we will definitely answer your email if you've got a question for the kirk and baker show you can disagree with this you can agree with this you can say what you want to say to us all right and just but keep it civil yeah, we because we, we're fragile people. We fragile. I was just gonna say we got strong shoulders, <laughs> but we got we, strong shoulders. But I'm fragile. I don't want to be. Well, one of us are fragile. Other got strong all right, shoulders. All right, but we do. Want, we solicit all your comments. All right. We appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in to listen to the uh, Baker and Kirk show. That's right, Kirk and Baker show. <laughs> Thanks a lot, and take care, everybody. All right.